0: Savage.
1: What's going on, savages? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, Jeff Rulichiru. How are ya? to. I've been watching lots of anime, if you can tell by that little intro. Uh, it's good to have you here. I am, of course, your teacher, your brother, your learning student, your father, your mother, your second cousin, twice removed uh, through marriage, who just turns up and eats all the pies at the weddings. You're like, Jeff, stop eating the pies. I'm like, listen, I only get to see you once a year. I have to make the most of this experience. We don't have this kind of pastry baking in my home, so I come and eat your pies. Deal with it. You're not my real dad. That's the guy that I am to you, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, uh, thank you very much to all of our wonderful sponsors. Um, we've got Manscaped.com over here. Uh, the finest purvey is refining the gentleman with their Lormo 2.0 and other accoutrements. If you haven't checked out their website, head to Manscaped.com and use the code SAVAGE. You'll get yourself 20% off all their wonderful items. They've got ball wipes. They've got deodorant. They've got aftershave. They have moisturizers. They have all sorts of good things for your body and your downstairs areas. And, of course, that lawnmower 2.0. With their skin-safe technology, Manscaped.com, twenty percent off using code Savage, and you get free shipping on every order and a leather travel bag. My voice will get higher as I tell all of the different exciting things you're going to get with that deal. And of course, over here we got Boundless Technology, BNDLSTech.com. If like me, you're a purveyor of the finest flowers and vapes and dabs and all sorts of good, delicious things that make you relax of an evening check out boundless tech uh use code and you get 25 percent off those orders that's pretty good I gotta say they've got a wonderful uh, uh vape pen that is for dab for resin for distillate for isolate depending on what you smoke and it's like 30 bucks, but you'll get 25% off that if you use code SAVAGE over at the website, BNDLSTech.com. And thank you very much, of course, to our supporters on Patreon. If you are a patron of the podcast, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm going to come around to your house tonight in full it clown makeup and tickle you while you sleep terrifying some will say arousing others will all right ladies and gentlemen joining me today is uh, an actress a writer a performer and a uh, blessed a woman blessed with the vocal cords of an angel it's francis rafael how are you francis I, would, I wouldn't well, say that can i call morning. you frankie, you call, me
0: frankie? You call me frankie i said sound like a foghorn this morning no i like <laughs> i like when
1: singers my, my girlfriend's a singer and she she sometimes has those like that kind of like a little, a little, uh, a little
0: husky ground yeah.
1: sometimes in the mornings because you put your voice through a, a huge amount of work. And uh, but then when the voice opens up to sing on stage, it's like an angel's tickling my ears with their with, with most with, nights,
0: yeah. yeah mo- most <laughs> nights, yeah. I was like, get roll over, babe,
1: yeah. How are you? Welcome well, to I'm America. So great,
0: so lovely to see you. It's
1: nice to see you too. Well, we're friends from back in the UK. I
0: think we met at my daughter's gig.
1: Really? Didn't and we? And Eliza Doolittle. Yeah, girl. yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah maybe. I, think I thought was. we met through or maybe Sadie was another, Frost. I thought we met through Sadie Frost. Maybe
0: Sadie was with me.
1: It was a period it of time when Sadie and I... It was out would...
0: at a gig, but I don't, yeah. I don't recall exactly what gig. It might
1: have been at a live show. I think I remember... Um, Sadie and I dating for a few months, but not in, not in a serious... Oh, really? Well, we weren't boyfriend-girlfriend. We were just fucking... <laughs> we were fucking each other is really the uh, the honest way to describe it. I did it.
0: not know about that. You
1: didn't know that we were intimate? No. Oh, I thought that was common knowledge. Maybe she kept me as my dirt, her oh, dirty cool. little secret.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm so, Jude Law did hear about it. I mean, they weren't together. They no, were... No, no, I, I no, hasten exactly. to add that they were no longer in a relationship. Yeah, and yeah. She was very much a single woman at that point. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I don't think we met... Uh, she introduced me to a lot of that kind of Cool Primrose Hill. Uh, primrose hell Primrose Hill. That's, that's not a bad. That's a
0: good way of putting it.
1: Yeah, description of <laughs> it. Primrose Hill set. Yeah. So it was all these very talented, but also very bougie people. All just like, oh yeah, I'm I'm a director and I'm a I'm a writer and I'm an actress and I'm a I'm a pop star and I'm a rock star and I, everyone she knew. Was doing something incredibly mm-hmm. wonderfully talented, but mm-hmm. then were also, as far as I could tell, everyone around me was infinitely wealthier than I ever would be. That was, that's, that's why I'm I saw I'm sure they all pretended about. that. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But Sadie is very, very creative herself, so yeah. I'm not surprised that everyone around her. Absolutely. Is,
1: well, she's an actress yeah. and, and a writer, and then she's producer, also got the uh, uh, clothing lines and, then, and all and sorts, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's also famous. Yep. Once you're famous, you can do whatever the fuck you want, can't you?
0: It's helpful. Yeah. <laughs>
1: have you ever have you had a clothing line?
0: No. <laughs> yeah. Yet.
1: Yet. Yet. So you've oh, been out yeah. here in the States uh longer than well, me. I know oh, almost as long no, as me. No, no.
0: I've been living here just over 3 years.
1: In New York City. In New York, yeah. And do you love New York City? I, I love think it, it so reminds much. reminds you of London or not?
0: No, not really. Oh. No. I I mean I just love the creativity. I feel I feel it in the air there in New York.
1: There's also a bit of a for a for a now, we should we should we should uh, we should add that, that you have like a a very glorious career within predominantly this is what you would be predominantly known for is your musical theatre performances. Yes. Yeah. So for the people that haven't ever seen you before or, you know, fans of the podcast, give us a little rundown of like.
0: So I do a little showing off? Yeah,
1: a little showing off. Okay. Why not? Do some name <laughs> drops, do some name drops. And I'll sit and go, oh, I'm going to I'm going to play it. So, you ready?
0: Okay, well, okay, so mainly what I'm known for is um, portraying the original Eponine in les Miterrab. What?
1: Uh, <laughs> See, I told you I'd give you a little. I
0: won a Tony Award. A Tony but... Award? And I was just at the age of 21. Stop here. So, um, and that was in New York, obviously. Oh my God, were you even um...
1: sexier than you are now? 21 years. <laughs> 21 years. Old? I'm... You're very sweet. You look like your daughter. Well, she it's looks like that, you, you. She looks like you. Yes, I actually me. You posted something on Instagram recently, which must have been you w- yeah. at that period that of time, time when yeah. you were 21. Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, I think anyone who's watching the video footage of this will be... Uh, if they did the Google search to check your real age, <laughs> yes. I think they'd be pretty shocked by how good you look. Well, it depends it's, on the
0: lighting here.
1: Yeah. Oh, relax. I'm trusting you I'm not that. seeing light. You, <laughs> you look infinitely youthful for your... It's wonderful. Thank you. Uh, and also, I'm pretty certain you're a vampire.
0: I think it's all in the head, you see. I just you're I'm, a vampire. I'm still a child.
1: I think you're a vampire. I think you murder <laughs> virgins. That's what I think you do. But um you you yeah you're an incredibly 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 young beautiful you know starlet of stage who's like winning all these awards and then you continue doing musical theater for a few years yeah
0: musical theater here and there um and three children i Popped was actually pregnant um on the stage on broadway in les miserables when i was 21 with really yeah.
1: <gasps> who's uh, wait so wait was this the first major love of your life the father of your kiddies yeah, I guess yeah. so,
0: really. Well, not really. The are you first, still... T- I, don't actually,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know your story. I have
0: a long history of lovers and relationships. Oh, really? I'm afraid, yeah.
1: That, why are you afraid it of that? It makes good That's stories, right. though. Yeah I, yeah, I was a prolific whore. At least <laughs> at least you had kids with these people. You loved them. You cared about them enough to start a family. <laughs> yeah. I just I just hoard it up for many years. Well,
0: but- Eliza calls herself on um, Instagram, Eliza Love Child, and it's because she is my love child. There you go. They all
1: are, but also um your children are very talented as well. So obviously, a lot. You know, we keep mentioning Eliza. She's a, she's a singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um Lad, we're talking about Felix. You know, who I met when I was I was a younger man yeah. too, who was um, a DJ and a producer and club pro, 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 like events. Right, but and stuff.
0: now he he has a three D printing company.
1: Okay, there you go. She's
0: nice. Really, really, you know, growing and and great. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's uh, an exciting industry to be in.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Plus, you can like print really weird shit. <laughs> I know. Have you asked him to print anything for you?
0: No, not oh. yet, but I've got a few little inventions get him to print that I can't share on this.
1: Another Tony Award.
0: <laughs> yeah, I need it, actually. It's broken in three pieces. <laughs>
1: there you go. Just get a Tony Award <laughs> done. Idea. Um, and
0: idea. Then, and then you've got another son as well. <laughs> I have a, lo- a lovely other son who's my middle child, Nat, and he's um, a website designer. Okay, so he's yeah, still, still artistic, still
1: webs- creative. Websites. There you go. Oh, I might need him. I might need him for my company. Um, okay, and so you did the did musical theatre as a very young lady, winning all these awards, having this kind of major success. Broadway, Les Mis. I mean, I'm pretty certain everyone's heard of Les Mis. Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't, it's probably one of the most, if not the most, successful musical theatre yeah. shows of all time.
0: Yeah, that and also um, the albums, like the Broadway album. I was on the British album and the Broadway album. The Broadway album won a Grammy. Um, And it's sold so many albums, still sells, you know, and it's probably one of the most sold album in the world. How
1: did you not end up becoming an an abhorrent piece of shit? Because if I was (laughs) 21 and I enjoyed all that success, were you, were you, were you gregarious 21 year old? Were you, were you a bit of a rock and roller?
0: Not at all. No. Totally the other way around. Really? Mm -hmm. I became that person a bit later. (laughs)
1: <laughs> why Why do you think you were uh, you didn't when you were 21 because you know 21 afforded this kind of success and mm-hmm. I imagine some some money as a kickback from the success and you know how did you not
0: I just I worked really hard and I was doing eight shows a week from age of 17 really so you didn't so have time to go have, out and no, not at all. be a
1: brat because you were too busy working I
0: didn't really know how to be back then yeah um and yeah I just I mean I, I'm sure I was a bit bratty you know, backstage occasionally. You oh, know, because yeah. when you're when you young, Diva. you don't realise. Yeah, I'm pretty. I remember Cameron McIntosh, who's the producer of Les Mis, banging on my um, dressing room door, and I wouldn't let him in. You know, so I, I I'm pretty sure I, I was for still the it. green, Emily Cameron! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a bit of a. You know, I'm sure I I probably caused myself a, a little bad name back then. Yeah, but 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 I didn't do anything really bad, and you know, I just worked. I worked really hard. Yeah, you know.
1: I think you've got to make a fuck up when you're younger. You have to, like, if you get success at a young age, it makes sense that you would fuck it up a little bit. Yeah. You either reach the level of heights of success of someone like Justin Bieber. So from such a young age, you're wow. surrounded by hand. That's
0: debatable.
1: Well, no, but, no, but he, look, he's an, what I'm, I'm talking about his success, not talent. Yeah. Justin Bieber had ridiculous success at the age of, from, what, 11 to 13 onwards. And obviously had handlers and family and people managing a lot of his career for him. But he became a bit of a penis because he was a multi-millionaire, most famous person in the world by about 13 years of age. Yeah. And then as it makes sense he grew up and became a bit of a dick.
0: It was a really unusual life, Yeah,
1: not it? But then he yeah. had a few fuck ups acted out a bit and then seemed to become grown into a bit more of an intelligent young man now i think yeah. he's kind of grown up and I, I did the same thing when i had success in tv in the uk i was like doing loads of coke and kind of acting ridiculously gregarious even when you knew me i was still in i think in that phase a bit yeah. of being a f- like half of the people who meet would meet me would like me and half would think i was an utter end. <laughs> and so you know but that's good. That's good training for anyone, isn't it? If yeah. you If you have success and you kind of act out a bit and then you have a chance to have a second round of it.
0: Yeah. If you get the chance. There but, you go. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that I've, I wasn't ready for success back then creatively, actually. Yeah. I think I was just quite raw. And in fact, that's what worked in that role in, in, as Eponine, you know, she was a street urchin and um, they wanted it based on a sort of Piaf character Edith okay. Piaf, yeah, know, yeah, yeah street singer no 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 <laughs> yeah um and so you know in a way I, I got lucky and i seriously wasn't ready to be a star and yeah. i feel like now i've lived a life and quite a life um i've got more stories to share and i feel like i've now is the time i'm in my i mean my 50s stop it are you really
1: in your 50s Oh yes I actually I'm not just being, I'm not just blowing smoke <laughs> your, no I've always been very like uh, you know I'm, I'm very forthcoming I, th- I pay people compliments when I think they deserve them I think it's nice to do I don't do it in an insin- uh, um, uh, you know uh, um, what's called a uh, insincere manner yeah but I am surprised that you're in your 50 I thought you were late 40 so
0: that's oh, you know, thank you yeah, yeah so well done yeah so I just <laughs> well like, done but I feel like also right now I feel it's it's time for um, middle-aged women to get to get out there again I feel like it's yeah. the right time for I feel like it's my right time to be doing what I'm doing now.
1: It does, and, and that's irrespective of whether you're 20, middle-aged, or 90. I think it's your time when it's your time. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very much with you in the fact that the first round of success that I had in the UK... It wasn't the right time for me. Yeah. I hadn't grown up yet. Yeah. I hadn't grown into a man. I didn't know what I really wanted to do. I hadn't found the ways of doing it. And, uh, and that's not why I fucked out. I fucked out because, you know, I like drinking and taking drugs too much. <laughs> but um, but that was born out of, you know, uh, childish behavior and insecurities, mm-hmm. etc. Once you shake those off, suddenly you're in a better place to just create yeah. and focus all your energy on the creation of great, great art, hopefully, for people to enjoy, yeah. for your, your audience to enjoy. Yeah helps that you've also got a fan base though because you're in one of the most famous musicals of all time and won a pretty prestigious award it does for, help, that it helps does help. right it's
0: still it's still tough though reaching everyone you know we have to do the social media thing and you know quite honestly I really don't like doing it
1: me neither <laughs> me neither but also you know what I had a chat with um with uh with uh Lawrence Fishburne recently and we had a conversation about social media and you don't need to do it I think what this is what came out of the conversation don't get me wrong I'm a comedian who thinks there's I should always embrace any new apps or technology that gives me a chance to spread my comedy to a bigger audience or as an actor to keep in touch with your fans but you are completely in control of what you put out on there how much you use it etc 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 and if at any point you feel like it's encroaching on the artistic path you're on you should just walk away from it. It's an addiction, like anything else.
0: Yeah.
1: And also, mm-hmm. even though we live in an age where producers or or uh, you know brand marketing agents at the fucking networks will go, well, let's see how many followers they got. Are they even verified? You know what I mean? They're gonna yeah. look at that stuff. Realistically, there are still enough performers and talents and uh, creatives who succeed simply because what they fucking make is brilliant. Mm -hmm. if your art that you make is undeniably brilliant people will find you and that's something that i think is you know yeah
0: i mean for me right now though it's the only way i sell tickets to my show oh well
1: that's different i have no choice well in that case just pay some fucking spot well actually not even a spotty 12 year old kid get your son who's a website manager get him to maintain all of your social (laughs) media accounts Pay him a little bit of a fee every month, go listen. Would you He's all- not
0: interested. Right. In but you
1: know what? I guarantee he'll have an intern at his firm yeah, yeah. that would be interested in that mm. kind of work. They would go, Okay, cool, because then they can Ooh. put on their they can put on their on their um C V, you mm-hmm. know, uh social media manager for you know yeah, uh, for a yeah. celebrity actress I well, you need, know
0: yeah, I, I, I do need it. I really do. Yeah. yeah.
1: You you have the choice to walk away from that shit if you want to. Yeah, if you and get I someone else. But to then, then it's that.
0: not personal then as well. How do you, maybe do a bit of buzz. Every
1: now and then make a video and upload it. Every now and then be like, hey guys,
0: it's Francis, I just
1: wanted to say that I love you and thank you very much for the support so far and you put that out there. I mean, there's ways to do it. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. That makes you happy. I realized that I was spending so much time thinking, i got to do the last tweet. i got to make sure I make video content this way so people like it and I need to make sure I do this amount of regularity otherwise people won't even go. And then I realized, nah, i got to write really good jokes and be fucking hilarious on everything yeah. that I do and that will push me forward you know yeah. and can
0: um, you write jokes for me then as well
1: if you like yeah sure yeah it's a job, it's a job. can you pay me to write jokes for you cuz then I'm, I'm i'm on board
0: i'll get a sponsor
1: yeah get a sponsor <laughs> this joke is sponsored Actually, i do by... have a
0: sponsor for my californian tour oh yeah yeah it's the first time i've ever had a sponsor i, I didn't even really know what sponsoring was well
1: first of all we're going to get to the we're going to get to the tour we're going to get to the west coast tour And we're going to talk about what you're doing over on this side of the uh, of the country but I want to get a bit more of the backstory. So you moved to New York City three years ago. Yes. And was this just on a whim, like, fuck it, I'm done with London?
0: No, I I hadn't really finished with New York because I was pregnant with Eliza. Right. Moved back, and then I had three children um, and obviously <coughs> lived in in London. But I felt like I'd, I'd literally escaped from New York overnight. Right. Um, in fact, they even... Announced that on the news that I'd escaped from New York. Oh, really? <laughs> just completely disappeared. vanished. Just disappeared. Yeah, so I didn't tell anyone. I Why just did got you go home to raise the kids? I was Why didn't you? You I weren't tempted to stay old. out here or? 21 years old and needed to be with my family. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. So, um, babysitters, you needed babysitters. Exactly. So then, then I just knew I would move back to New York, but I just didn't really get around to it for 30 years.
1: That's, that's quite a stretch. Yeah. You um you and I reconnected at Edinburgh Fringe Festival one year because you did a show at Edinburgh I Fringe did, Festival yeah. one woman show Yeah. which in East was the
0: dress it was called
1: wonderful like oh. i mean apart like musically it was wonderful performance was wonderful but it was also and i think this maybe is similar with the show that you're that you're doing now mm-hmm. it was uh, it felt very much like a personal story of your life you had you say you need me to write jokes but you were very funny in between the songs you had nice engagement with the audience you yeah. were taking us on this this story of who you are and the songs that have spoken to you and that you've got to perform.
0: Yeah, there was a little bit of me in it. I think people thought it was me, but it was basically based on a stripper who wanted to go to Hollywood. Oh, really? So, um, oh. And her life. Oh, I and, thought it was a personal, no, no, they were th- personal. There's always a bit of personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely.
1: You've always wanted to be a stripper. <laughs> Maybe. What would be your Maybe stripper Maybe I was name?
0: one in another life. I don't know what Ruffles. is Ruffles! <laughs> Ladies and
1: gentlemen, please go on stage. Frankie Ruff. <laughs> yeah, Frankie Ruff. I don't know if that would... That sounds like a that really bad... That is actually my nickname. Bad to oh, really? Yeah. Frankie Ruff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, isn't that one of your Instagram names? Isn't that your Instagram name or something? Or No. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Shot that one down, didn't you? It's my uh, email address. Oh, there you go. Oh, it's your email. do There you go, there you go. <laughs>
0: um...
1: Okay, so wait. So you went off. Uh, so, you, so, you, so you went up to Edinburgh, did a did a show there. So that was.
0: It was called beneath the dress.
1: Beneath the dress. Yes. And was this you going? Okay, I'm gonna get back into doing my own shows and my own produce stuff. How you know? Because that's that seems to be the path you're on now.
0: I, I didn't really have any incredible work at the time, so I felt like I had to challenge myself. Yeah. So I created the show and did a deadline, and I did it at Madden Jojo's. Right and i guess because of the venue i would booked it also inspired the piece a bit because there was a pole in the middle of the stage mm-hmm.
1: this is what in soho this in is soho, a in London, legendary yeah. venue which i think is closed down right
0: yeah it's gone yeah
1: utter fuckers yeah. they just got rid of all the best places yeah. in soho yeah
0: um but also before that i went to paris and i went to see a show oh gosh not it's not called the windmill it's not called
1: crazy horse
0: crazy horse it's not called
1: Black rabbit burlesque, you know, black rabbit cabaret or something. Famous. Black cat, the black cat. I don't know
0: why I can't think of the name. Anyway, one of those massive places, and they've got big sets and lots of women with no tops on. Um, Sounds great. Where is it's it? Let's Not the That's Moulin good. Rouge either. either. It's, I don't know why I can't think of the name. It's Le, very famous. Le boob. <laughs> Le boob. Le boob. That one. Yeah. Um and. It, and the beginning of the show there was a sort of plane that arrived on the stage and it, it was really grand but that that show inspired me to write beneath the dress okay so that then um and the weird thing is the guy that got me the tickets for that show has now 15 years later become my sponsor for Californian tour amazing it's that's well that we'll talk about that later but um I wish
1: I was attractive enough to know rich men who would <laughs> support my creative <laughs> pursuits fucking Honestly, ah, oh, God. Anyway, I'll get I'll, I'll get down I'll go down a rabbit hole now. Just going, it's so unfair. It's so easy to be a beautiful woman in the world, but
0: actually, be, uh, he he said to me, um, I'd really like to sponsor your show, and I said, Oh no, 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 you can't, you can't, because I don't make any money. I can't take your money when, when you're going to lose money. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. No, you He's don't like, understand the word sponsor, darling. I just <laughs> I'm want not you to I'm not investing. I'm sponsoring. Just, it's a whole I different thing. I just want you
1: to perform, and you need to bring your art to the world, darling. Please let me see you naked. Please let me see you naked. Any of that?
0: No not at all. <laughs> what? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Like I can't imagine any It didn't even
0: cross my mind. I can't
1: imagine a wealthy woman ever saying to me, Jeff, I just wanna I just want people to get to see you tell jokes. Let me pay for your your career. You never know. To do this thing. Put it, it out like, there. You put it out there right now. No, I guarantee they'd wanna see at least at least at least a bit of dick. Naughty woman. They want to just look at it from a distance. You <laughs> know what I mean? Just blow on it.
0: Oh, God. I, I'm in the time of my life where I, I actually can't be bothered with any of that. You I know can't what I be need? bothered.
1: I need a gay, a, a wonderfully flamboyant, wealthy gay man who really just, like, he does like me. And he really like, but he doesn't want to have sex with me because he's got a partner. But he wants to, how can I support this young, dirty, five-year-old comic? And he's Oh, God. Just And then then he goes, oh, I'll give you money, darling. I'll give you money. I'm going to pay for your thing. That's what I need. So if there's any like old sugar daddies out there who are looking for... Um, I like how you're so brightly lit and I'm so dark. Look at that. I can push this back a little bit. That's a bit better. So we're matching. I, um, I If they're out there and they're watching, please hit me up. Because uh, I definitely want to... I need a sponsor. That'd be nice. So you got this sponsor.
0: Yes. For California. Who
1: definitely doesn't want to see you naked. Definitely. But might do.
0: I'm... Um- pretty damn sure he doesn't
1: okay all right can we leave it there okay yeah sure sure yeah absolutely yeah sorry sorry
0: so um what we where where were we i was just i was
1: completely throwing you off your train of thought yeah exactly by delving asking the questions that people need to ask how does someone (laughs) get a spot
0: how do you get a fucking spot how do you convince someone how did you get a sponsor for this
1: oh to sponsor my visa
0: no 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 for this podcast
1: oh because i emailed the companies and said this would probably be on brand with you Oh. Please give me some money so I can sell some of your products on my show, and then in return, you give me some cash so I can afford to do this thing. Oh,
0: okay, but they never went. Go.
1: They didn't go, Jeff. You're wonderful, darling, and we just want to give you some money for being. <laughs> like, and there's a return here. Do you know what I mean? I have to talk about their products. Of course. Whereas you just get to do the thing you love. Which I is... do,
0: but I, uh, yeah, but obviously I want to say thank you. So of course. Okay, no. there you go. All right. Yeah.
1: Maybe you can sell his. What does he? What does he do outside of that? So it's is you called? can...
0: could If I get the right wording here. Oh, it is a company. Avian Law, yeah, it's a company, yeah.
1: But a law firm? Yes. Okay, that's a very interesting sponsorship. Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Unusual. All right, okay. If you are a lover of musical theatre and legally covering your ass, Avian Law Firm, they've got you. Yeah, that's it. And you say that at the end of the show?
0: No, I don't. I don't. Is I don't it on say the that. program? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's on on the website and everything. You know? Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, there is a yeah. return then. Of course. I thought this was just this was just a philanthropist, just a, like a random no, no. wealthy yeah, individual had some money. who just went. I couldn't. You know, I couldn't do that. Francis, darling, I'm just <laughs> going to give you money to do this thing. You need to, darling. You need to.
0: But then, um, yeah, but I do need money for my movie.
1: <laughs> is this now? This is now an investment meeting. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Whole,
0: this whole program.
1: Okay, so wait. So you got the sponsor? D- he decided. All right, you're gonna go. I'm gonna. You, you need to go to the West Coast. You need to come out there and perform um, for people. And uh, uh, you've been doing shows in New York though for the last yeah, three every years. Month. Yeah, yeah. And I'm my own sponsor for that. You're your own sponsor for that one. Yeah. Okay.
0: Meaning I lose money and pay my band, but uh, they're lovely. They deserve see that's it. the
1: cost though, isn't it? Yeah. You got to be like Ed Sheeran, Frankie. You got to just like be a one-woman guitar. Boom. Done.
0: Yeah. He was the highest-grossing I, I, touring. I, I, yeah, musician I mean, of he's last lovely, year but you know that what I do fucking boring isn't it <laughs> fucking lovely but
1: fucking boring just a ginger guy with a guitar who's gonna pay $150 for that a lot of people apparently yeah. a lot of people Okay, all right. So, got full band, doing the shows in New York every single month. Yeah, and this is also you do some of the shows, or at least uh, it seems like you always have your bestie Alan Cummings at all these shows. Oh, he does come a lot. Yeah, I, I see your Instagram and his Instagram, and it's always it's always always like I'm just here, I'm just here for my friend Frankie <laughs> She's so incredibly talented. Come down and see her. That's nice. That's a nice celebrity endorsement to it's have, isn't lovely, it?
0: Yeah, and uh, we've just written a play together as well, so. Nice. Nice,
1: Tell yeah. us about the play. What's that about? Well- Can you in, reveal anything or-
0: Not Not without making it sound really boring. I was thinking about that. How do I describe this play?
1: Well, I mean, just describe it better.
0: <laughs> describe it better. It's actually, um, it's a play that also mixed in with a concert. So every now and then the character breaks the- Fourth breaks world. Out, yeah, breaks out of the play and just goes, I- I've just got to sing about this. And just walks forward, grabs a microphone and sings- her heart out you know nice it's really nice Um, are you both in the play
1: or is it a one woman show we've
0: written it together he's directed it and we did a workshop of it already so we're gonna do some rewrites next year and we're thinking of taking it to the edinburgh festival next year amazing so um it's just me um a 10 year old girl and a 15 year old boy who will probably be played by someone a little older than 15
1: yeah yeah you want him to be at least like 18 19 am i right (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <At least. laughs> I'm not going there And then
1: you're going to be At the nutrition And be like Hey listen I want to sponsor you Okay uh, I don't know if you know What that entails But it's going to be pretty Honestly
0: Jeff I am so not interested In young men
1: Really? No not at all Never into younger guys Were you into older guys? No When you were 21 Who was is, who is the father of your children Is this an older gentleman he it...
0: was older Yeah 17 years older Oh there you go So you're you like go. the old boys um, No And then I did go out with someone Who was 15 years younger than me For 6 years um, When but was that was, I didn't want to go out with him Because he was so young He tried He asked me out for 3 years basically And eventually I said Okay So
1: That's quite fun though I think it's quite fun To fuck yeah. someone younger than you That's enjoyable Why not <laughs> That's enjoyable. Why? What's wrong with that? I've
0: forgotten what that feels like. What, right to have now? sex
1: with younger people? To have sex. I had sex with... Oh, <laughs> stop it. I had sex with... Um. Although the, the it, it depends how young. Because I remember when I first got to LA, yeah. or actually before I'd moved out here, maybe this must have been when I was about 28, 29 maybe, and I hooked up with uh, a girl who was 19 when I was 29. And it was awful. It was awful. Yeah. It was just awful. She was just like... I just didn't realise until we went out on the date and had conversation that
0: there was nothing there.
1: Yeah. She was stunning and she was quite in like she was she just hadn't lived. Like you need someone to have fucking been through. I need someone to have that tired, miserable, cynical damage in their (laughs) eyes that suggests they've at least hit twenty five. Do you know what I mean? Like, all right, you've been through a little bit of shit. And now I can relate. Anyway, but you know, but still good fun though, isn't it? That's that's very empowering for. I think a, it
0: makes you feel good if you if you got a young guy that fancies you, and I do keep having that happen, but I'm just not interested.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's the old boys.
0: I, I'm not. I'm just not interested. I, no, I don't really want. Big this pop. is the dating thing. I of don't even want big pop bellies and, either.
1: Don't want pop. it wait, you can be older and handsome. Sorry. What about Brad Pitt? He's handsome and older. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Yeah, he's, he's got to be like forty. He looks great, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's what you want. You want one. Of, I want. I want one of them. Then you want a fifty. <laughs> you want a four year old or fifty year old Um, Hollywood actor. There you go. So it's not too young. No, 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 no. I don't want to go out with an actor. No, they're mental, aren't they?
0: I'm really honestly so happy being alone right now that it's ridiculous. I can't imagine having a relationship. Did
1: you just come out of a relationship?
0: I did not long ago. Oh, well, that's
1: the reason why. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Four months ago. Oh, yeah. In that case, you need a couple of years just in your own thing, having some fun.
0: I don't. Well, maybe, but I just not really planning on meeting anyone at all ever
1: stop it what happens is grass is always greener so when you come out of a relationship you've got to have those couple of years just to rediscover a sense of self feel mm. good but then after a couple of but years but, but companionship, is nice. companionship, companionship is nice
0: companionship is nice but i don't know if i really want to live with anyone again i don't want to do their washing up or their washing i don't want to do anything for anyone else but myself well, first right of all you now. shouldn't
1: be doing any of that shit for other people anyway yeah exactly if you I've can't been do your own washing for so long, yeah
0: i just don't i don't know i just don't I'm scared of going into a relationship. All right,
1: then we go back to plan A. So now we need to get you another 19-year-old. The fo- What's to mother? You're gonna, no, you're going to cast a really sexy 21-year-old who looks youthful enough to be able to at least pass off the 15-year-old boy in the show. <laughs> but he's really 21. But he needs to be worldly wise. You need a damaged oh, a yeah. damaged 21-year-old. Yeah, yeah. So he's got the confidence to at least have a, a decent... My kids would be inter- really
0: pleased, wouldn't they, if, if mother went out with someone younger than them? yes.
1: Mm, yes. But yeah. what are they going to do about it? <laughs> they can't do it. You're not you know, they're not the boss of you.
0: My boys when they were younger, they had a competition with each other to see who could go out with the old oldest woman.
1: Really? Wow. <laughs> the younger one won. Who won? <laughs> the, the younger, younger one. one did, yeah. How old was his partner? I don't
0: know. I take this when I was
1: 17, I my one of my first sexual experiences with with um uh, uh the bartender, the woman who r- managed the bar that I t- yeah. I tended at at the local rugby club. I was seventeen and she was um, like forty five, forty six, and I was seventeen. And I had sex with her, and then I became friends with her son after that. That yeah. was awkward. Yeah, that was a bit awkward, wasn't it? So then I was like, you know, I never said it to him, but his auntie once told him at the pub that I'd had sex with her. That was the end of our friendship. <laughs> yeah, quite an interesting uh, thing. Anyway, anyway, we got we gone down a rabbit hole of like, yeah, you where know. are we? Well we were talking about but also there's 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 got to be room for companionship I think in any any creative's life. You can't get so wrapped up in your own shit that you forget you have to there have to there has to be things in your life that takes you away from the ego that is associated with being a performer.
0: But I have friends. Lots of them.
1: Okay. So and, you invest a lot of time also, and energy into those friends. And also that's fair. living
0: in New York, of course, you've always got somebody saying, Can I come and stay? Can I come yeah, and stay? Yeah, that's true, that's so true. Very rarely alone. And some so I really do crave being alone a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, constantly in LA as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's always a there's always a new friend here. Yeah. Which is tiring sometimes.
0: Yeah. Nice, but tiring.
1: Eh, just tiring. <laughs> I get a bit bored of it, okay, so wait, so we did uh we we moved to New York, we moved back after thirty years, yeah, started doing shows now, what are the shows that you've been doing in New York over the last three years
0: so i I've got this show that I created called Francis Raphael lives in New York with a live in New York with a s slashed across basically so um and it's all about my crazy relationships and
1: with young men and old s- men
0: s- yes. <laughs> uh, um and it's well it's not really but it is sort of about me because obviously every every um story is inspired by my life right but but with theatrical license um and it started out being inspired by the guy i went out with for six years actually and we had a dog and and it's so there's a dog in the show the whole time as well um and then
1: what you physically have a dog on stage i
0: have had but i don't always yeah Okay. I talk about the dog, but I don't really talk in a regular way. It's it's songs, and in between the songs, they're, they're sort of vignettes uh, okay. written in a sort of French style, like um, the poet Jacques Prevert. Right. And um, so, but they're funny. They're dark, and they're funny. So, I mean, I I do like humor as well, so...
1: You want to be Edith Piaf?
0: It is a bit like Because she used to, that's what yeah. she used to do on
1: stage, right? She would sing her songs, but then she would, in between almost deliver, like Lenny Bruce, like the legendary comedian yeah. Lenny Bruce, she would, she, she'd released, she'd, uh, sorry, deliver these stories that would be like um, snapshots of French life and, yeah. and struggle and Yeah, i have not
0: actually, do you know, I've never seen a whole concert, is there a filmed concert of Edith Bruce? That's Press? what I saw.
1: I saw something ah. that was, something that was like uh, either some really old, rickety, mm-hmm. you know, uh, footage, and they, and it was like capturing, I guess, this idea right like, I didn't even
0: a... realize that so and I've played Edith Piaf in a play oh really so yeah there is there does feel a bit of a connection there with her so without no, knowing yeah that's what you're doing yeah
1: and do you um we both have escaped England and yeah. sort of ter- not turn our back on England you know we'll, we'll always love the UK and we'll always love the I think the theatre in the UK is incredible mm-hmm. um but I think America holds more possibility for particular British performers.
0: I think that my experience here is that there's more yeses said. People say yes before they say no. Yeah. And I think it's the other way around in the UK.
1: Yeah. Is that one of the things that brought you back here?
0: Yeah, definitely. More positive attitude to creative work. I mean, I've just... Feel more creative here. I've been given opportunities. New York Theatre Workshop, which is um, a theatre in in New in New York, um, they actually um, asked Alan and I to to create together. We went away. We worked in a university that they set us up with. We had interns helping us research for the play. Right. You know, I I feel like no one in the UK has ever given me an opportunity like that.
1: Yeah. Why is that? maybe they don't like me I don't no, know <laughs> I don't, no but there's got to be a reason why I, 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 look, you know, at, I look at maybe I things. got a
0: bad name there or something I don't know I actually really don't know I look I'm at the um, really...
1: you know what I felt about the UK that brought me here one of the big things that brought me here was the UK wants to tell you your one thing right the UK create like uh, the, the, yeah. uh, being an artist in the UK this is what I heard more often than not and I heard it on a, a monthly basis back there what are you Jeff are you an actor? Are you a serious actor or are you a stand-up comedian or are you a TV presenter? Yes. Like what are you? Pick one and do it. And I went, I'm all of these fucking things. Yeah. I'm like I'm a renaissance man, dude. I want to I want to do a stage show that I've written and you know whatever uh, directed And star in, and then I want to go and do a movie, and then I want to host a chat show, and then I want to do a stand-up comedy tour, and I want to do all these things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they
1: went, no, you can't do that. That's not allowed in England. Whereas in America, the difference is, is they go, oh, wonderful. Wonderful. You could, you're an actor and you're talented. Great. Hey, do you also, can you, uh, are you funny? Oh, great. Okay. Hey, can you write books? Oh, great. Can you host a show? Oh, great. Could you do, like yeah. they want you to be a star. Yeah. America wants a star and they want you to be multifaceted. Yeah. You know, even my girlfriend, she's she's a singer, but she's an incredible dancer as well. And she looks like a fucking movie star and she can, she has read sides for me and i'm like you could be a fucking actress like it's <laughs> frightening how how multifaceted yeah. she is you also know?
0: when you're a creative person it, it tends you tend to not be creative in one place anyway it's all over like you know a lot of actors paint you know um yes lots of things. yes
1: but they're, they're, they'll often treat a lot of those other creative pursuits as as hobbies or part yeah, of it sure. i know that still you know the most successful stand-ups that i know in america tend at least at the beginning of their in their inception of fame or success or you know status within their industry they smoke weed until noon and then they write jokes in the afternoon then they go out and perform at night and that's what they repeat every single day until hopefully something catches and then they you can then they can start doing other opportunities or people go hey can you act as well whereas i think if you have already done a number of different things which you have creatively and i certainly have as well and i think Then you will want to do all those things because they make you feel challenged, excited in very different ways, right? Yeah. Whether you're on stage or you're on screen or you're writing or you're acting or you're...
0: Yeah, it's boring just doing one thing. But also in the UK, I started out doing... I was an actress before I was a singer. Mm -hmm. So I did TV and film work and a play in the West End before I did a musical in the West End. So, But once I was known for musicals, that's all anyone want you to, you want to see me for? There you go, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because I broke through on that one.
1: So what would be the... Um, let's let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead five years, right? Let's say um, the, the touring show is, has continued to go from strength to strength. Um, you've uh done let's say uh, uh, another uh, a broadway performance you know your show with alan cummings you, you that's that's now on coming broad, uh, coming sorry coming <laughs> it's now on uh, no i do have a mistake a lot uh i think i'm not the only one who's guilty of no, doing so of people right do that. Yeah, um yeah. and then you've like uh, so So what, what would be what would be the 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 ideal running of a year in the life of frankie rafael Like what would? How would your year work? Are you
0: talking about in five years' time, or are you talking about now? Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's say like, let's say like you've you've literally reached a place that you've always always hoped. This is how I would like my calendar to run over the course of a year.
0: Well, I'm quite lazy. I quite like to work half the year. (laughs) Wow. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) And have the other half just creating and writing. So when I say work, like perform. Sure. Yeah. Really, that'd be like you know, but things don't always work. You want a
1: holiday for half a year?
0: Yeah, exactly. But 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 when I'm on holiday, I don't just I never really relax properly. That's when I come up with all my ideas. Right, okay. But all right, let's be honest. You know, I've I've just written a movie and if I could like have my dreams come true, I'd like to have the movie come out. Yeah. Um, I have actually got a producer in New York who wants to do my um, show that I do there off-Broadway. Okay, so I think that's going to happen next Wonderful. year. So I I am I'm already living my life how I how I want it in a way. And that's you know? why I
1: wanted you to come to that natural understanding. <laughs> because and the way did, that Did you? <laughs> I did because the way that you speak is exactly the way that I've often spoken about my career. Yeah. And I understand there's a few years between us and 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 we've done very different things even though we're in the same industry. Yeah. But I'm always intrigued that it it might it, there's people who have reached this place when they were 20 yeah, and maybe they were just bright beyond their years, more content beyond their years, more calm. Maybe they had a better upbringing, you know, a happier upbringing. I don't know whatever it is. But I've met like people in their early 20s who are already going, hey, well, I'm just really content with the fact that I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't reached that until now. Uh-huh. And it sounds like you're reaching that now where yeah. you're realizing like, actually... I'm a, i have a
0: great time. What you yeah. do,
1: you <laughs> literally have, have kept a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. You raised three kids. You have wonderful friends, incredibly talented and creative friends as well. So, you know, interesting people yeah. in your life. You travel around the world. You're living in a foreign country and succeeding. And all of that has been done with your creative pursuits. yeah with singing acting writing that that's a success story yeah and we, but you forget that <laughs> until you don't because you until yeah. until you're brought round to no, you I, know what i mean
0: yeah no I, I honestly um recently i can't tell you how i just feel very happy doing what i do and i've been saying hashtag that #blessed hashtag #blessed ha- hashtag #blessed i've been saying that a lot recently yeah yeah it's I, interesting I like, though I isn't it i like my life right now
1: i just started going to aa meetings 2 months ago Right, so I started gave up drinking for the God knows how many times, and 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 you know I've been very open about it on the podcast and in yeah. ways that I talk. I don't think there's any shame in shame in it, but I, uh, in fact, it's more. Sh- I carried around lots of shame prior to it, and now I don't. Right, but I also, um, it's only now that I've started to do various practices of uh, selflessness and being of service to others constantly and stuff like that. I'm realizing I got very little to whinge about.
0: Yeah, good.
1: Started doing creative stuff at 18, 19 years of age. Yeah. And I've never had to get a nine to five. Yeah. Never in, in in the last 17 you've years. You've worked
0: really hard. I've noticed that you're, you know. You're, Always. You're there and you work and you, you're creative. You're, you know. I haven't had a day off people, in three months. Some people just expect now. it to come to them.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And so, some people are fortunate enough that it does happen. And yes. that's okay, you yes. know. Uh, frustrating to watch sometimes as uh, someone who puts in a lot of time and energy. But again, even that, I spent so much time worrying about what everyone else was up to. Yeah. And forgot to go, motherfucker, like, you've been, like, acting, telling jokes, telling stories, writing, producing, putting on shows. And you've paid to live doing that since you were 18 years of age. Yeah, great. That's a fucking success story. Absolutely. And I have never realized that until now. Or until excuse me the last last, last, two mm, months the last year really but Mm -hmm. the last two months it's been brought even more to the forefront that I've got very little to complain about you know and there is more time for me to do even more for other people and stuff Mm -hmm. but I also do like there's good to have those goals of what would be the ideal life I already know the year if I could spend you know let's say three to six months shooting a great movie or working on movie projects three months touring solidly stand up just touring around the world and then I'd like to spend one month holiday, spending <laughs> yeah. with my family, just being, yeah. you know, going somewhere beautiful, teaching my kids about the world, taking them to a foreign country, embracing the culture, blah, blah, blah. And in two months, I'd like to spend doing anything, anything that is not for me. So it'd be great to go, yeah, whether it's like a big statement, like going to a third world country, and just spending two months digging wells mm-hmm. for kids. That's one option. Yep. Or the other one would be like, "Hey, I'm just going to do a pro. I'm going to spend two solid months just doing something that is entirely focused on other people's uh, giving to other people.
0: Yeah.
1: That'd be that'd be the perfect life to have that every year. Yeah, It'd be great, right?
0: Well, but I could do that yeah, now. Yeah, you could do it now. There you exactly. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, when you said um, in five years' time, but I don't really think about in five years' time, right? not really. Do you find it easy to know, be what, present? I might not even be alive. I mean <laughs> I mean I hope that's wrong. I kind of live my life a bit like that. Cuz
1: Explain that to me then.
0: Well, I I don't necessarily feel like when you're in your 50s you never know what could happen, you know. So, you know, I I produced a show in London a few years ago and it took about 6 years to get to get on. And right. I remember thinking in the back of my head, you know, It would be quite ironic if I died just before I got it on because it's taken so long. Yeah. So I just had that in my head a little bit that, you know, you just got to live. You don't, you can't, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, good. (laughs) I think.
1: (laughs) But do you, so what happened? You hit your 50s and now you are more aware of your uh, own mortality?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
1: Shit, I haven't really started thinking about dying yet. (laughs) I've got too much living to I'm not do. That,
0: I'm not worried about it. I mean,
1: you're halfway through your life.
0: Yeah, I'm more than half. I think probably I'd not. Be pretty lucky if I got to 100 and something.
1: I don't know modern medicine, but in another 50 years, think about in another 30 years, how many advancements there'll be in modern medicine. That's true, but your right lifespan now, will be feet, longer than it is right now. Already. Oh yeah, you might not be able to walk, <laughs> but you, you'll still be alive at 100. I reckon. Yeah. Not into it. Not really. I can't wait. I'm I hope not, they're going to replace it. We'll have cybernetic about... limbs by that point. I'll be wealthy enough. I'm going to be a hugely su- successful Hollywood actor. I'm literally <laughs> going to just go somewhere and pay them a couple of mil to put some new legs on. I'm going to be like T-1000. it It'd be fun,
0: actually. I-, I never thought about that. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm not worrying about it. We're and I'm going to run up and I down high well.
1: streets just scaring kids. I'm just going to run up to them and be like, I need your boots and <laughs> your motorcycle. And that will be my life.
0: Talking about getting old yeah i'm doing one of my shows he's at the um motion picture <laughs> retirement home
1: okay when's that
0: that's that's on october 2nd but that's wait, for wait, where the people it? that live in the home oh really yeah i'm taking basically my friend bob he he lives there. maybe you'll
1: meet your next love there as soon as you're like older men. there you go you Never know. that could be
0: <laughs> <laughs> so my friend bob um he's not so well right now and um he couldn't come to my show when, when I last in bring LA. It now, he couldn't frankly. come to New York, so I thought I'd bring the show to Bob.
1: Bob, hey, if you're listening, we, so this is. We this, hope you feel better, mate. Is he, is this like is is he going to be all right, or is this like an ongoing?
0: Yes, it's a degenerative. I degenerative, can't say that word. Degenerative. You know, we get older and our hearts, and you know he's not got a great heart. Okay. So he's got a great heart, but not a well heart. Not a very strong heart. Um. So yes, and, and Bob used to come to London every other Christmas and cook our Christmas dinner for us. And my kids always used to say, Christmas is not a Christmas without a Bob. Uncle Bob. Yep. So I'm bringing the show to him. And actually that's because of the sponsor. The sponsor's organised all that. That's amazing. Yeah. All right,
1: that's very cool.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. And then all the people in the, who live there can see the show and their families. And I think the people that don't, Donors to the because it's a charity based, um, they can attend as as well. there you go. So,
1: you have a nice big show, yeah, for Bob and his mates. Yeah, I like that. Tell me about this show then. So, you've 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 the show you're doing here in in, on the west coast, yeah, is the same show you've been doing in New York,
0: yeah. So, it's Francis Rafael lives in New York, Mm. um, but in LA, in San San Francisco. I mean. I need a better title. Well, you can still, you can still live, in, <laughs>
1: live live in, live in New York, but bring the live experience to LA yeah, yeah. and San Francisco. Yeah. So tell me about the dates you've got out here then.
0: Um, I'm doing San Francisco, September 27 and 28 okay. at the Nikos. Okay. And I'm doing LA at the Rockwell in Los Feliz. Is that how you say it? Los Feliz, yeah. Um, on October 6th.
1: On October 6th. Yeah. Okay, that's the one I'm hoping I can come to if I'm not in New York City. I might actually, ironically, be in New York when that happens. Oh, okay. Because it's New York Comic Con. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. right then. So I might be there doing some hosting. Mm-hmm. But if not, I'm going to be here yeah. watching your show.
0: And then I'm doing oh, I'm doing New York, New York this Saturday. I don't know when this is going out.
1: Uh, this will go out uh, next week. So it will be Last in, Saturday. in time for the, uh, <laughs> the sep- September shows and the October show.
0: Um, and then, um, oh, my next New York one is October 20th.
1: But tell us about. a bit more about the show. So what, it, what, what, it, what, what do people get to watch? Is it it's an hour? Is it longer yeah, than an hour? Yeah, it's about an hour and a quarter. Okay.
0: And it's it's me. I also have an incredible um, guest singer called Wayne Wilcox, who plays Mr. Dubonet. So all my characters have names like, you know, uh, Mr. Bourbon, uh, Mr. Dubonnet. Um I have my best friend in it as well, who picks me up off the floor. Basically, um, it's the Highs and Lows, it's, it's heartbreak to empowerment, really. Okay. So it's, you know, a woman going through... And is it
1: about you or is it elements based, of you based, but based yeah, on another character? Yeah, it's inspired by
0: my life and ab- okay. about actually all the... Not all of them, but some of the men in my life are okay. actually um, in it.
1: The old ones or the young ones? None,
0: none of them have actually seen the show.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You're like a... You're, but, I mean, you look, you're a musician. I'm not surprised because you're a musician as well. Mm-hmm. Musicians love to write about heartbreak and love and you know yeah, i mean yeah. it, that's that's the best albums ever released are always yeah. about that right
0: so there's dark moments in this show but it's also really funny and uplifting
1: and what kind of songs do you sing during the show are these um you know uh, uh, your own pieces of work that you've that you've written that you've composed is there a mixture of that and also some some songs that you've sung previously in shows that fit within the there's a mixture of that of yeah, yeah i don't i don't do a um,
0: I do not do I do not talk to the audience in a cabaret style it's okay. it's a complete theater, it's theater whatever that word means it's a theater piece in a sort of cabaret room um and i do include on my own from Les raw because if i don't do that people get really upset but yeah, it's sort yeah of, yeah but it's become part of the story so it's sort of so it's like a mini musical actually the show right so it has a journey a story and and um so and I so there's no mention of oh I did this song when I did Les Mires or anything okay, like okay. that. Nothing mentioned like that. No, at it's all. in the
1: in the character the whole yeah, time.
0: Yeah. And there are new pieces as well. That we open with a song that I wrote with Mike Thorne, who is the original producer of um, Tainted Love, you know okay. Soft Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I work with him. We, we work in his studio in New York. So we, we're creating music all the time. So there's a lots of, there, there's, and then there is there is actually a couple of Edith Piaf songs in it. Nice. Yeah. And it has got a French flavor, the, the show.
1: Yeah. Well, Mr. Du Yeah. So whether you're a fan of musical theater, theater, um, some of these iconic characters that you've portrayed in the past, yeah, or just a Frankie Raphael fan, yeah. you're going to have, there's something for everyone.
0: Yeah, there is really. All right, yeah.
1: that's dope. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And how and so it's three shows, two in San Francisco, one in LA, and then you're back to New York. Yeah. And then hopefully I get to see the new show and a movie. Yeah. And the uh the play with Alan Cumming. Yeah. How did that friendship come about? How did you make friends with Alan Cumming?
0: I I made friends with him over 30 years ago when he was in As You Like It at the Royal Shakespeare Company. Oh, nice. And my sister was in in it too. Okay. And I just fell in. Is love everyone with in the him. family a performer? Um no. My sister's not anymore. She runs my mum's school, which okay. is a theatre school in London called Sylvia Young Theatre School. Did you know that? Oh, is that your mum? Yeah, that's my mum. Your mum's Sylvia Young? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so Amy Winehouse, the Spice Girls, all, you know, I, the list is endless of the people that went through her school. Okay, right, okay. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: so when you said, no, they're not all performers, what you actually meant to say is, yes, my mum <laughs> is <laughs> theatre royalty in terms of yeah, training yeah. the new stars of the future. Yeah. My sister performed in the Royal Shakespeare Company, which by the way, I did as well. I did a uh, performance you? with the Royal Shakespeare Company. Great. Yeah. After university. Oh. I did a uh, de Vega's Montagues and Capulets. It was, um yeah. Oh, it was good. Part of their Fifty Works, complete complete works festival. Right. Um, didn't mean anything for my career for many years, and still doesn't really. But it's still a nice, nice thing to be able to say. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice thing to say. Isn't it? And then, um, and then you're a performer. Your daughter's a performer. There's a lot of performers. My son's all the ladies. My all dad the ladies. Isn't. All the ladies. Yes. The there ladies, you go. And the creatives. Yeah, and the, uh,
0: yeah.
1: I didn't realize your mum was Sylvia Young. That's amazing. Okay, and your sister now runs Sylvia Young. Yeah, school.
0: with my mum still.
1: She's still going. Yeah, yeah. Wow, how old is she?
0: She's going to be eighty next week. I've got Holy to dash mother. back to London. So I'm, after after this, I go to New York today. Right. All right. I know this is going to be uh, sure, sure. It's later, all right. right. yeah, you know, um, we're a time I go now. I go to New York, then I have to to do a show, then I go back to London because my mum's eighty. Then I come back to LA, start working on the movie again, and then doing the tour, then back to New York. That's pretty good. So it's a bit, yeah. I mean, it sounds glamorous. That. It no, sounds glamorous, isn't it? Travels it's annoying, exhausting. but also but we're lucky we can do it.
1: You're travelling to do all these amazing things. It's not like yeah. It's like...
0: Although my my son, um, he my middle son will not get on a plane um, unless he really has to because of the carbon footprint, because of you know pollution and everything, and really respect that. And it, but it makes it difficult. If I don't respect that at all. Um... <laughs> I don't. I, I, I want to go. I want to go on record
1: as saying I don't respect that.
0: Okay, there you go. But um, I think, you know. Does, he, mean, wear clo- does he wear I'm fascinated with clothes planes.
1: Does he wear clothes? Or is all your clothes made out of hemp?
0: Well, they look like they are, but. Oh, really? <laughs> and he wears the clothes I buy him. All right, fair. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think planes are an incredible invention, but, you know. Yeah. But they are pollution
1: absolutely Creators everything creates well. pollution though like the everything. shoes you put on your feet if he wears a pair of trainers ever he's he's yeah. got a car, that's carbon footprint yeah he i wears, guess you, you're right do you know yeah. what i mean yeah. Yeah. it's, it's, like it's this really point. tricky
0: you know and i feel quite guilty that i'm s- jumping on planes all the time but it's the only way i can do what no, you gotta do right it gotta
1: do it and then what we need to do is get successful enough to be able to get a place on that rocket that's going to go to mars when we set up the new i want to be the first place <laughs> to stand up in space i want to be wealthy enough to pay at least Branson, if not Elon Musk, to be like, yo, can you get me up into zero gravity so I can be the first guy to do stand-up in space? That'd be pretty dope.
0: Okay, you need a sponsor.
1: I need a sponsor. <laughs> Where's all the attractive old gay men? Please hit me up. I'm uh, I'm ready to... I'll, I'll let you look at it if you want. It um, just keeps
0: dripping everywhere. That's all
1: right. A little drip's fine. Please. It's just condensation. That's just the air. That's, our, that's 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 us. That's a little bit of us on the outside of that cup all right so you do these performances um new york do you see like yourself staying in new york then is this is this home now
0: i do feel that way so we'll see who knows what the future holds but i do f- i love it
1: how do you like yeah i was gonna say how do you how do you do you love l.a. do the elements of it that you don't love because i found yeah. it tiring oh so. yeah
0: yeah um i mean i just like the fact that in new york and just walk out of my door and do what i need to do are you in the village i imagine yeah. you're in the village of course yeah, you're in the it's village very quiet it's yeah, yeah 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 So it's not this crazy midtown stuff. I hate going into midtown. Midtown sucks, but even the
1: village is fucking nuts every night of the week. you know. Not where I am. No?
0: I'm right over near the river. Okay. It's lovely. Um, So no, I I like that. But whereas LA, I don't like the fact you've got to drive so far to go anywhere. I mean, I don't have a car. I mean, that's one thing in my life right now. I don't have a car.
1: Well, your son's going to be happy about that. (laughs) That's even less carbon footprint. (laughs) You get one of those little scooters. Get yourself a lime scooter.
0: What's that?
1: you not seen the little bird and lime scooters everywhere? Little electric scooters. The ones scooters. that we passed
0: this morning?
1: Yeah, yeah. They they just drop them off in corners and you just like uh, scan yeah, your and thing then you and then you just can ride get... them around.
0: Yeah, I might try that. Yeah. Although you I look might... well cool in one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking cruising along. You'd barely be able to see over the handlebars. Yeah. Yeah, I could see you doing that. New York City is, um, I'm surprised that you don't think it's like London. Because I think there's a very similar energy between New York and London.
0: No, I, I mean, obviously th- people say that. I don't feel it, really.
1: No. Mm-mm. Do you miss the UK? No. Okay. Why not?
0: I just don't. I love my life in New York. All right, but there's reasons. I miss my children and I miss my friends, but I don't miss the UK. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I miss my home in London. I've got a lovely home that's rented out. Yeah. And it's kind of odd being in New York now because I don't. I, I came with nothing. So, and and now my studio apartment that I have there is. Filled with second-hand furniture that I've bought online. Nice, but um, and it's lovely. But you know, I have beautiful things and beautiful artwork and everything in in London that I don't get to see. I I'm see- not quite sure when I can bring it or what, but it, I haven't got a space big enough. Sell to the movie,
1: in. make the movie, <laughs> sell, the, do the show, have it be a, a huge hit to the point where you go, okay, now I can bring all my shit over yeah. and buy a buy a home here that I'm going to put it all in.
0: Yeah, maybe I will.
1: That's what I'm waiting for. We'll see. We'll see. I'm probably going to have to get something in the valley, going to the valley. Because you can't fucking buy homes anywhere anymore. Unless you're, unless you're a multi, multi, multi-millionaire many times over. I think it's very impossible to just, yeah. you know, just go, I'm just going to buy a nice home and yeah. then pull my stuff up.
0: And New York's so expensive. And also you have um, property tax to pay every month. Ah, the worst. And and maintenance if you're living in a building. So. Shake
1: down money. The, obviously the mob come around and knock on your door. Yep, shake you absolute, down.
0: Yeah. Hey, Frankie Ruffles. <laughs> What's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah, got to pay out for them. Got gotta. But you like being in America. This is going to be remain home. You think? I think so. Yeah. All we'll right. We'll see. We'll see. Why don't you tell me to wrap it up? What you would like to see? Let's let's let do that whole. You know, if you if you put it out into the universe, it will manifest itself. No,
0: because we we were saying just before that we're happy as we are.
1: No, you can still be happy with where you are at right now. But you <laughs> that doesn't mean you can't you you don't. That doesn't mean you have to be devoid of aspirations and and goals, achievable goals. So even though maybe you don't want to uh, presume where you'll be in five years, I would like to know what you would like to see manifest itself over the next few next couple of years. Because then we'll do another check in. That'd be all great. Right. In two years' time, well, I'd like you to be able to come and do this podcast and be like, "Got the movie, did the show, great success doing this." So doing these that.
0: three so these three projects basically that I'm doing. Okay. If they all happened, I would be. Like, so so excited. So, this is the movie that you've in. yeah. The show that I'm in that I do now, if that actually does happen off, off Broadway, like a run, you Which know, I'd should. be so excited. That's gonna happen. To, no, that's
1: gonna that to happen, happen in the next six months.
0: Okay, thanks for that.
1: No, this is this is I how it has it might, to be. It might, it
0: might, it might. Um, and then the play that I've written with Alan, you know, just. And now I'm starting to write another play as well. But just, I'm really just enjoying writing, but I also want to direct. So let's see if that happens in the future.
1: Okay. So, those three projects. So, next time I yeah. speak to you, those three projects would have happened.
0: Yeah, or not. We'll find out. We'll check in. No,
1: they would have happened.
0: Okay get positive, eh?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Why not? Come on, you're in LA. You're in LA for a week. <laughs> Be positive. Why not? You can do it, buddy. You can do it. I think it. they it's might I
0: actually do think they might all happen. So do I. I, I also think there's
1: right now is a time America loves musicals. Yeah. They love musical theater. They love uh a triple talent, you know, a triple threat, threat as it were. Um and they love seeing and also you I think you're very right that that right now being a middle-aged woman it's a wonderful time to be a middle-aged woman in entertainment. <laughs> I feel like there's. I feel
0: like I, I. feel like there there aren't enough roles and stuff. But I feel like the, no, there well, are. We are we are creating them. There are more. now. I wrote, there, there, there are more now than there were.
1: No, no. There's there's more. Yeah. I, um, I, I did a drive around um L A. And I looked at every single billboard in L A. And I understand that's not a fair representation of everything that's being made. Mm-hmm. But I took a list and I put a list down of all the shows and all the TV shows and all the films. That either have um, protagonists or a majority cast of either women or people of color mm-hmm. versus white men, right? Right. And uh, and and it's it's two to one almost the ratio oh, that right, in favour of of women and, and people of color. And I know that that doesn't take into account everything that's being made on yeah. Netflix and Amazon yeah, and Hulu yeah. and stuff. I'm sure there's still plenty of stuff starring Chad yeah. or Brad, yeah. you know. But. I think it's a great time. I don't think I don't think it's there's a disparate nature now where you know women are struggling to get roles. I think it's a time when it's like yeah, no, it's it's a wonderful it's time to better, be a sure. talented woman of any age, but especially if you have a story to tell. There's an audience that are very ready to hear that.
0: Yeah, so it's
1: Absolutely. a great time for you. And
0: I'm also I didn't mention before, but the film um, I'm now working on my script with Jolie Fisher, the actress Jolie Fisher, who was She's done she a played, few things. Yeah, she played Paige in Ellen. Um and she, loads of things. Yeah, she's so t- she's a genius actually. So we're working together on that, and she's going to direct on. the film. A,
1: a legit genius. Oh yeah. Or just a, like she's creatively very brilliant.
0: No, what does le- legit genius mean? I don't know. I feel like when I, I, when believe- I talk about I think genius, she is I'm talking, a genius,
1: I'm talking like Einstein. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, I, I don't really know what to say now. <laughs> I just love picking
1: on people for using words that you know. It's it's like when people go like, "Oh God, I'm starving." I go, "Really?"
0: Well, I need to look are up the word genius or are you now. A bit hungry. You so should look it up and see what it actually I mean, means. If, you
1: know, genii, I guess would fall under the blanket of you know uh, having having ability and thought patterns that far surpass the average, uh, not not even the average, the the highest IQs. You know, it's like people who are top top Maybe tier genius
0: IQ. is having good genes genius absolutely
1: not that's oh. absolutely not in any way or before prove it <laughs> and this is how we know neither of us are genii <laughs> listen um i think you are uh, an immense talent of the stage and screen but i'm i'm very excited to to see what happens over the next next couple of years with you because you're, you're you have such a a wealth of wonderful work already a body of wonderful work un, underneath or in your past but it sounds like the best work you're about to make is all about to come i hope so i think so I don't, I don't hope so. I, I know so. Fuck it, I know so. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so just a little reminder for everyone who's yeah. listening, if they want to check out those shows, you've got two shows coming up in San Francisco. That's on the 27th
0: and 28th
1: in San Francisco at yeah. the...
0: At the Nico. Feinstein's at the Nico, okay. which is a hotel... It's apparently a beautiful venue.
1: And then on October the 6th, you'll be here in Los Angeles doing yeah, this show as the well.
0: Ro- the Rockwell Table and Stage, I think it's called. Awesome. In Los Feliz.
1: And to buy tickets for those shows, people uh, should...
0: Yeah, I mean, you can go on my website, com. Okay,
1: F-R-A-N-C-E-S. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like for a felly. And obviously I have links to all those tickets. Yeah. Yeah, or Spotify I, actually. On my Spotify, there's all those. I definitely things.
1: have listeners who are um, who are lovers of performance of all types, and I guarantee there'll be some hardcore musical fans who'll already know you, but also some new fans of you know who, who love seeing great performance and great theatre on stage, especially self-written stuff. I like that. That's the best stuff. So make sure you check it out, please. Uh, Francis Ruffelli, is this is how it's spelled, but ruffell uh, com, And you can get tickets to those shows in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Also, you'll be returning back to New York. So I'm assuming yes. you'll continue the shows back in New York yes. as well. Yes, so
0: um, the next one, October 20th and then November
1: 23rd. Fuck yeah. So if uh, you're one of my fans from my New York days, make sure you go and check out Frankie's shows that are going to be running in New York as well um and then outside of that if people want to keep in contact with you and keep up to date with all your fabulous lives or see lots of funny videos of you and alan coming hanging (laughs) around and dancing and being silly together they should check out instagram
0: yeah instagram there's a facebook page and And that's at at they're all francis Rafael's. francis Rafael. yeah Yeah, there you go yeah
1: nice good branding across the board thanks for coming and talking to me
0: oh lovely seeing you yeah it
1: was good catching up i'm excited i'm always excited about people's i feel like this is this is the big second chapter yeah yeah this is, it, this is your second this act this is
0: how I feel it is as well yeah, yeah it's
1: your second act that's quite nice. more in
0: control wiser older and wiser I mean that that is true there you go
1: and still yeah. not interested in young men Sorry, sorry guys sorry. sorry but if you're older you're in luck <laughs> there you go alright guys I love you thanks very much join me again next time and one more time give it up for Francis Riffel ah, thanks guys <laughs>